This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Hey, hey, and thanks for tuning in to episode number 29 of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Carpenter, and this episode, which you might be able to tell, is coming for you coming to you from the great outdoors. I'm actually on vacation with my family in Alberta at our family cabin. And the weather has finally broken. It's beautiful and sunny. The birds are chirping. The barbecue's on. And I decided that it was time to sit down and record an episode. And in true Lisa fashion, I don't typically batch record these episodes as of yet. Um, Just a choice. Just an absolute choice. And I trust that what needs to come through me is going to come through me in any moment. And today, I'm actually really excited about this episode because this is the first episode where I'm answering a listener's question. And this question was sent to me via my direct message in Instagram. So if you haven't connected with me on Instagram, please head over there. It's Lisa Carpenter Inc. And feel free to reach out and share your thoughts on on the podcast. Say hello, introduce yourself. I'm always happy to interact with my audience. I'm, I'm easily accessible over on Instagram. And you, you can catch me on Facebook too, but Instagram is really where I like to hang out. So Melanie dropped into my inbox and she asked some really important questions. What would you do if you don't like your body? How do you learn to like it? And how do we let go of what we're being sold is beautiful on TV and film? Um... And actually like ourselves. So how do we stop measuring ourselves against what other people are telling us that we should look like? So I'm going to start with the first question. And I want to thank Melanie for having the courage to reach out and drop this in in my inbox. Because the truth is, if you're like most of my listeners, your physical body is something you've struggled with probably most of your life. You've probably been on and off uh, diets. You've had times where you've felt amazing and you've had times where you didn't want to be in the family pictures. This is true for most women and a significant amount of men. So I don't want to exclude the men because ladies, our men struggle with body image issues just as much as women do. And women, where we talk about it a lot more, men really kind of closet the shame that they have around their body image. So I really wanted to bring that into the light and and let everybody know that it is something that, you know, both men and women, excuse me, do struggle with. So Melanie, I wanted to ask you, you know, and I think everybody listening, I want you to, if this is you, if you're hearing yourself in Melanie's question, what do you do if you don't like your body? I want you to ask yourself, what specifically causes you to say that? 
because your body is a pretty amazing thing. And what I hear you saying is that you don't like anything about your body. So you don't like your eyes, your hair, your nails, your legs, your butt, your stomach, your intestines, your stomach, like your heart, your lungs. Like your body is a pretty amazing piece of machinery. And if you think about it, we are given our bodies when we come onto this planet, whatever your beliefs are, we're incarnated into these bodies. And our physical bodies are the vehicle that allow us to do life. If you don't have a physical body, you don't get to experience life. You don't get to smell, taste, see, hear, touch. You don't get to have any of that. Your heart beats every single day for you without you telling it to. Your lungs are constantly breathing in oxygen, right? Converting it to usable, what we need to use to keep us alive. Right? Our body is doing so much for us. As men and women, we can reproduce. Like, think about that. Our bodies can produce life. So when you say you don't like your body, what specifically are you referring to? Because there's a lot of things that you should truly be in awe of. And if you are only measuring liking your body versus... Uh, If you're only measuring liking your body against what you physically see, what you can physically witness, you're missing an entire layer of what your body is giving to you. You're stepping over the most important things about your body beyond your physical appearance. And we get so caught up in that being such an important part that we forget, We we forget that right? We're, we're just so caught up in, I don't like my thighs or I don't like my butt. So I want you to really step back, Melanie, and think about what specifically is it that you don't like about your body? And I want to give you and everybody listening permission to acknowledge we don't have to like everything about our bodies. You don't have to, okay? Permission granted. You can find things about your body that you don't like. And I want you to also find things about your body that you do like. This is a great place to start. So if you look at your partner, whether you're, you know, married, boyfriend, girlfriend, maybe you have kids, there's people in your life that you love. But I think everybody listening can say, even with the people you love, there's some things about them that you're like, I could take a little less of that, right? Having stayed in a cabin close quarters with family, there's some stuff that I'm like, yeah, I could take a little less of that but I still love you to bits. Just before I hit record on this podcast, I was out on the lake with my eight-year-old who decided he wanted to have, you know, an epic meltdown over wearing his life jacket. So I don't care how good a swimmer you are, if you were on the water and you were under 18 and even over 18, but once they're 18, you know, they can make decisions for themselves. But under 18, you I'm sorry, bud, that is a non-negotiable. You will wear your life jacket. You will do it up. I don't care if I'm the worst mom in the world. In that moment when he was arguing with me, I love him, but I wasn't liking him a lot. Can you guys hear the the chicken? I'm literally barbecuing my chicken while I'm recording this. So the same thing is true with your body. You don't have to like everything about your body to love and appreciate and value your body. 
But I want to remind you that the words you are saying to yourself have a profound impact on you. Okay, so the thoughts that you are thinking are either going to nurture your relationship with yourself or are they going to be poison? Because I truly believe that so much disease and illness starts between our ears. Because when we're constantly absorbing toxic energy from ourselves, from the thoughts we're thinking about ourselves to the, you know, the stuff we're bringing in from other people, it really has a huge impact on how we feel. So one of my mentors, Jim Fortin, says the world is either this way or that way because you choose to see the world this way or that way. And the same is true with your body, right? Your body looks this way or that way because you choose to see it this way or that way. I think it's fair to say that if you look around you, there's all different shapes and sizes, fat, skinny, tall, short, you name it, everything in between. We are all such unique individuals. So measuring ourselves against anybody else really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what somebody else looks like. It's your responsibility to really learn to like and love yourself. And we're going to kind of dig into what that looks like a little bit more. But going back to this whole thought process, you know, if you had this beautiful plant and you put it in a closet and you turned out the lights and you never watered it, would it grow and thrive? Would it continue to be a beautiful plant? Would it grow beautiful flowers? Absolutely not. It would wither and die. So when I get asked a question, how do I learn to like it? You have to first start watering your plant. You got to take it out of the dark. You have to start looking at your body with some love and appreciation and gratitude. Thank you for allowing me to be upright on the planet today. Thank you for allowing me to hold my kids in my arms, to see their sweet little faces, although it wasn't so sweet an hour ago, Uh, you know, to kiss them on the cheek for the food, how the food tastes in my mouth, to the smells of being outside. Like, it starts with simple things like that. You know, there's a saying that um, people who don't make time for wellness will make time for illness. How much have you appreciated the fact that you're, when you get out of bed in the morning and you put your feet on the ground, one, that, hey, you get another day above ground, that's pretty amazing, Two, your mobility, you can walk, you can move, you can speak, all these things, right? These are all, this is, your body is doing this for you without you even thinking. So who are you to be so cruel to the very thing that lets you live? I'm sorry, you do all these amazing things for me, but you don't look the way I want you to look. So, you know, I'm out. That's a toxic relationship. You're creating a toxic relationship with yourself. So this even has less to do with your body and more to do with your relationship with yourself because how you are thinking and feeling about your body, the the words that you are saying to yourself, that is directly linked to your levels of self-worth, your worthiness, your enoughness, your self-esteem. If you're pooping on your body all the time, how do you expect to have solid self-worth? Right, so I want you to I want you to really, really think about that. The other thing when it comes to, you know, how do you learn to like it? For any of you listening who have children, if your kids walked into the room to you and started saying to you, Mom, I hate my body, I don't like anything about me, I think I'm ugly, I'm not good enough, 
my hair's to this, my nose is to that. Would you tolerate it in them? You know, our kids are such powerful mirrors because when they're born, for any of you listening who have children, and I understand some of you don't, but even not having children, I think you would agree, when a baby is born, they are just so perfect. They're just so perfect. They didn't have to do anything to earn their enoughness or their worthiness, right? Just being born, they're enough. So when is it that we start going through life and we start deciding that we're not good enough and that our body isn't good enough and that we have to change it or manipulate it or lose weight or gain weight or whatever for it to be good enough? So again, you don't have to like everything to be accepting and to be loving of your body. Now, in future episodes, I'm going to be sharing with you guys my decision to go back on stage. Over a decade ago, I used to compete in fitness and figure, which is like bodybuilding, but wearing high heels and sparkly bathing suits. And, you know, I can say looking back that when I did that before, there was a large part of me that didn't feel I was good enough and was curious about, you know, what I could do to change my body. And there was a large part of me that was running from my life. So this was a great way to be distracted because it does require a decent amount of discipline to create radical body transformation. But it's like an Olympic athlete, right? An Olympic athlete is going to train very differently from an armchair athlete. So I've made the decision to go back up on stage. But this time, it's not coming from a place of my body isn't good enough or I need to change it. It's coming from a place of curiosity what's possible for me what's possible if I get disciplined what's possible for me at 47 right I'm here to break stigmas of what around what's possible because the truth is a lot of people when it comes to their body you know and this is going to be another listener question that I'm going to be answering is you know where do we get into loving ourselves but then not getting indifferent to where our health is at So I'm here to break stigmas and the stories that we've been told about women about what happens to us as we age. But my point is, I'm not going on stage because my body isn't good enough now or I don't like the way it looks now. I love how my body looks right now. It's a Maserati. And I want to take it out on the open road and see what happens when I drive at full speed. Okay, so even in relationships, right? If you're single, you don't have to like that you're single. You can dream about the fact that you want uh, a partner, whatever that is for you. You can dream about it. It doesn't make being single wrong. Okay, so we're allowed to want what we want. And this, again, is is a bigger topic for another episode. But there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight. Providing it's not coming from a place of I'm not good enough. If I lose weight, then I'll feel good enough. Then I'll feel good about myself. Weight loss becomes easy. Weight loss becomes easy when we realize it's not about the weight loss. It's about how can I take the best care of myself? Is carrying this extra weight around allowing me to live the healthiest version of myself? And only you can answer that question, right? But there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight, but believing that you're going to feel better when you lose weight if you haven't done the inside work around liking your body. If you don't like your body now, you may like it 
more when you lose weight. But if you haven't gotten under what the weight was about, right? Because I said it's not really about weight. It's about your worthiness. If you haven't done the work around really learning to like your body, which is really about learning to like yourself and having high levels of self-esteem and self-worth, when you lose the weight, you're not going to allow yourself to keep it off because you're not going to feel deserving of feeling so good. Do you see? So many people put their focus on their weight and their body when that's not the problem. It's like a distraction. It's the decoy because the deeper work is underneath. So going back to when I was talking about, you know, if your daughter walked in the room and said, Mom, I hate my body, would you tolerate it? Every time I've asked my clients this, it's a resounding no, understandably. And I had this um, really thrown in my face because I remember going downstairs to talk to my oldest son. I don't know. It was a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. It was when video was just kind of coming online and... I was starting to get used to being on video, which was really uncomfortable for me at the time. I had a hard time being visible. You know, I had my own baggage around my self-worth. This has been my own personal journey as well. And I wanted to take a picture with him. And I said, God, for the love of God, Cole, can you just smile for me? He's like, I don't want to smile. I hate my smile. I said, why do you hate your smile? He's like, and I, I don't even remember the excuse he gave me, but I just remember As he said that, I hate my smile, hearing the voice inside my own head. Because if you've watched any of my videos, you may or may not have noticed that I talk out of the side of my mouth, that I have a crooked smile. And I've always been self-conscious of it until I decided I just didn't care because this was how I was made. This was how I am. It's not going to change. It doesn't mean I don't have a great smile. I don't have to love it to accept it but when I heard Cole say I don't want to smile I don't like my smile and here's my son who I like think has the most amazing smile in the world and that's the language he's using with himself it was like putting the knife in and twisting it a little bit okay so don't say things to yourself that you wouldn't be okay hearing out of the mouths of your kids or your best friend okay so going back to how do we escape what's being sold to us as beautiful? It's a really great question because the truth is the media is trying to manipulate us. But we can only be manipulated if we choose to be manipulated, right? If we choose to allow that. I don't know how often you notice that we're bombarded with fast food things. I don't wake up and go, gosh, how do I avoid not believing that fast food is going to taste amazing? I just don't buy into it. So I don't really care what the media tells me their version of beautiful is. I get to look in the mirror and decide what that version is for me. Not measured against you or anybody else or somebody in a magazine. It's irrelevant. There's a saying that, you know, if a, how does it go? I'm going to totally butcher this, you guys. But you'll, you'll, get the, you'll get the point, right? Like a fish can't measure, measure its worthiness against a bird because a fish can never land in a tree. Something like this. You guys will look this up and you'll laugh at me. But I'm sure, I'm sure you're getting what I'm saying, right? Like a fish has its own unique beauty. Can't be measured against a bird. And a bird can't measure itself against a fish. So 
Why does it matter what we're being bombarded with? Stay in your own lane. The only thing that matters is when you look in the mirror, are you being kind with what you see in the reflection? Oh, here comes the train. See, I told you, this is the real deal. We're in Alberta. Trains go by about every 20 minutes or so. Hopefully that's the last of his horn. So you get to decide, you pick your lane, you stay in it. If looking at a bunch of magazines and you find yourself obsessing over these magazines, stop reading them. What goes on between your ears, that's your garden. You decide what you want to plant in there because whatever you plant in there will grow. So if you find you're getting triggered by images of people that you're like, wow, I don't think I could ever look like that. I'm five foot one. I can't be six two. Stop looking at those images. Stop comparing yourself. Right? Find other women that look the way you look and find the things in them that you love. Find the things in them that you're like, oh, that's like me. Or wow, what if that's possible for me? Right? My newest coach, she's Oh, I think she's actually maybe an inch shorter than me. So I'm 5'1". I think she's 5 feet. Maybe she's 5'2". She is a beast. Like amazing. Right? I typically, I've been lifting weights for a lot of years. I like a very fit, strong physique on myself. Um, she's got 20 pounds on me. She has 20 pounds on me. And she looks phenomenal. So I look at her and think, well, what's possible for me? Because she's older than me, right? And she's still going into the gym, putting on lean mass, looking phenomenal. That's why I hired her. That's why I hired her because I'm like, oh, is that possible? Is that possible for me? Not because I want to be her, but because I've chosen a coach who is two steps ahead of me. I want to be the best version of me. I'm not measuring myself against her. So you get to look around and decide, are these images helping me or hindering me? I don't typically watch the news anymore, not because I want to have my head up my butt around current events, but I typically can get so empathetic. I can watch the news and then I'm sad for two days because of all the garbage that I saw. That doesn't help me in my mission in the world, right? So like it or not, I tend the garden between my ears. You tend it as well. Nobody is telling you you need to look a certain way unless you choose to believe that somebody is telling you that. Right? So again, the world is this way or that way because I choose to see it as this way or that way. So one of my clients, and I've told this story and I've written it in my book. If you haven't picked up my book, you can head over to Amazon. It's called Let's Eat, Break the Addictive Cycle of Dieting, Lose Weight, Make Peace with Food in Your Body for Life. And I write about her in the book as well. Simple phrase of be kind, she wrote on her mirror. And I've used this with so many clients now. How do I learn to like my body, Lisa? How do I learn to like myself? You have to start actually... You have to make the choice you are going to have a relationship with yourself. The only way you can thrive in your body is if you choose to start thriving in your body, which means you have to acknowledge it every day. You have to look at yourself in the mirror every day. Make eye contact. See what's looking back at you. And see it through the lens of you being a parent 
to the image in the mirror. How does that change it for you? Touch yourself. I'm not talking inappropriately. Don't go down the gutter. But like, like touch your body. Acknowledge it. Wow, all the things you do for me. Partner with it. Stop kicking it every single day. Stop feeding it toxic thoughts. Stop putting poison in your body with your mind. So write on your mirror, be kind. And remind yourself every time you see yourself in the mirror to be kind to the reflection staring back at you. Because that thing you're hating on is giving you life. And I guarantee you, if you found out you were going to lose your life, you wouldn't care what your body looked like. You would just care that you were living. All right? So appreciate it and be grateful for that. I also ask my clients to take time every single day to express gratitude towards their body. Right? Imagine if every day over the next 90 days you committed to writing down three things you were grateful for about your body. Right? Maybe it's a lap that your kids got to sit on or the sunset that you got to see through your eyes or the fact that your arms hauled all your groceries into the house in one load. Come on, I know I'm not the only one. It's like a challenge. Can I pack all the groceries in in just one trip? Right? When was the last time you acknowledged your strength? When was the last time you acknowledged your beating heart? My body lets me feel emotions, lets me solve puzzles. So that's where I want you to start this week. I'm so glad I didn't record this episode in advance because I think what needed to come through me came through me and I hope that there are a tremendous amount of messages and learning within this episode for you. So on that note, because I like to keep these, I try and keep these to 30 minutes. I am pulling the trigger on something that I have been pumping the brakes on for far too long. And over the past month, I've really been reflecting on where... I'm not fully showing up to support my listeners, my followers, my community, and how I can serve you guys better and help you do this work. Because this work, it's uncomfortable. It's scary. It's so much easier to just keep obsessing over food and scale and all those things. But the truth is, you can't truly ever feel at home or peaceful in your body unless you do this inside work. Unless you create that sense of physical well-being, emotional well-being, you're just going to go round and round and round beating yourself up why you can't avoid the cheese and crackers or why the munchies hit you in the afternoon or, you know, why your body doesn't look the way you want it to look. So about a year ago, I created a program called Weight Loss From Within. It's a 30-day journaling program, self-study. And I've had a tremendous amount of people go through that program and it's significantly impacted how they see themselves because it's about unpacking the emotional stories. So weight loss from within isn't really about losing physical weight as much as it is about losing the emotional weight that opens up the space for the physical weight to fall away. So what I've decided to do is launch this program and run it live. There's no fancy launch. There's no webinar leading up to it. I'm simply going to include the link 
where you can go purchase it. We're going to do it live for 30 days in a Facebook group. Every single day you're going to get an audio and you are going to get a journaling prompt. Every single day there's going to be a thread in the Facebook group and I'm going to be doing coaching so you can come in and post your reflections with the journaling prompts. And then every week I'm going to do a Facebook Live where I'm going to be doing a lot of interactive coaching because at the end of these 30 days, I want you to have an entirely new perspective on what it means to love your body, to partner with your body, to see food as neutral instead of fun, right? Because then if we want to eat healthy, it's like, oh, it's no fun. What if food was neutral? What if you could view it as neutral and you could just learn how to make choices, What if you could look in the mirror and really love the reflection of the person staring back at you? What would it feel like to have high levels of self-worth and self-esteem? How would that impact your confidence and how you show up in the world? Right? This is at the heart of you mattering, which is what full frontal living is all about. It's making our physical and emotional well-being a priority. It's about making sure that you are mattering in your life. And if your physical well-being is in the toilet, you're not taking care of yourself. So this program is about helping you step into what it really looks like to take care of yourself by doing the inside-out work, by unpacking the stories that have been keeping you stuck all these years, trapped for many of you in this diet purgatory and this state of self-loathing. So I would love for you to join us. You can simply go to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash WFW, weight loss from within, live. So WFW live, lisacarpenter.ca WFW live. We kick off on July 22nd. We will go for 30 days. And anything is possible for you on the other side. I would love to have you join us. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. Just land in my Instagram DMs. And I'm happy to chat back and forth with you if you have any questions. There's no sales page. It's a simple checkout page. That's it. And I am 100% committed to everybody who is in this program seeing massive results by the end of the program. I want you to walk out at the end of 30 days really knowing yourself like you've never known yourself before and feeling so much lighter emotionally and truly in this place where your health and your physical well-being has now become a priority. Not from an I'm not good enough place, but from a place of I matter so much. I love myself and things we love, we take care of. Until next week, have a wonderful week. I'm going to go back and enjoy my vacation and fingers crossed the sun stays out for me. And I look forward to my next episode. (laughs) Completely lost my train of thought there. I look forward to my next episode next week where I'm going to be diving into another listener question. The difference between body positivity and loving your body and not becoming complacent because you know you need to take care of your health. 
a big juicy topic. So until next time, take good care of you and I'll see you on the next show.